0: Hello there, it is Eric Erickson here the Eric Erickson Show. The phone number is 877-973-7425 if you wish to be on this here program. Glad to have you with me. Now, uh, I am awaiting uh, the insurance commissioner of Georgia, John King, who is a brigadier general in the military. He went around the country helping... um, the president Trump's team with COVID relief and he has been in the military and he is an all around good guy. And I wanted to get him on the program if I could today to talk about um, what's happening with the uh, COVID relief program or with with the bailout program in the country. Uh, and so Now, um, if he will give me a minute here, I have him on, but believe it or not, we're having technical issues and with my technical issues here, I'm trying to route him, uh, and see if I can get him, uh, commissioner King, are you there? Well, we're having all these technical issues today. So that's part of the problem, um, with trying to get the commissioner on, um, we have the, Commissioner King, I am trying to get you connected into my call screening board. We're having all sorts of technical problems here right now. Uh, Let me see if I can figure out exactly how I'm supposed to be doing this uh, so that the audience can actually hear our conversation. Uh, You know what? Uh, Give me just a minute, and I am going to call you right back. All right. Let's see, folks. Sorry about this, y'all. This is just one of those issues. And we're, we're trying on the fly to try to make this work and we're just having technical issues with the, um, nope, uh, this isn't going to work. Um, all right. So Philip, just let them know that we're having technical issues on our end and we're going to try to get it fixed so we can get the commissioner to call in. Uh, it's not his fault. We had a gremlin hit the system yesterday and we've been sorting it out. Now, Uh, Let me move on while we're getting this sorted out because a lot of you have asked where the Biden administration is getting the authority to do this bailout. I want you to know up front that the legality of the situation is dubious. A while back, Nancy Pelosi said the president did not have the ability to bail out student loans. Nancy Pelosi herself said that. And the reality is that they don't necessarily have it. What they've done is they've concocted a scheme by which they decided they would um, allow the government, to use a law from 2003. That law is called the HEROES Act. It was designed um, after 9-11, in order for student soldiers who went to the Middle East to be able to defer or have forgiven their student loans. If they were injured or died in the Middle East, you didn't want their states to have to deal with these situations. So the result was the uh, government of the United States essentially forgiving the loans of wounded soldiers or deceased soldiers so that their families were not burdened. And unfortunately, the Biden administration has decided that this is – the sort of loan situation that they want to deal with this is the loan situation that the Biden administration thinks makes perfect sense for them and i personally am a little bit offended that the Biden administration thinks that they should use something designed for our soldiers and sailors in order to um in order to bail out people who don't want to pay for COVID relief. Now, let's see if I can get the con. Here we go. Uh, Commissioner King, how are you?
1: I'm doing well, sir.
0: Well, I'm sorry about that. I'm actually, believe it or not, folks, I was hemming and hawing on the fly because I had to turn on Bluetooth on my mixer, connect it to my cell phone, and dial up the commissioner directly while I'm in the middle of my monologue. I am a professional, and it tended to work out. So thank you for doing this. Well, I hope it worked out.
1: Yeah, Eric, I got you. All right,
0: great. Okay, so uh, Commissioner King, I was telling folks before you called in your story, you, you were in the military. You, you helped President Trump around the country with COVID relief. And uh, now it turns out the Biden administration is using the Heroes Act of 2003 written for soldiers and sailors who were wounded or lost their lives so their estates wouldn't be burdened with student loan debt uh, as a way to pay off the debts of Harvard grads who don't want to pay their student loans.
1: You know, it's just so disappointing that that this this law that was meant to help combat veterans and their families, so they would focus on staying alive and returning home to our communities, is now being used for I guess folks that uh, did their duty in their basements of their moms' homes uh, playing Call of Duty. Uh, it's just incredibly disappointed.
0: Now. I- Can you talk about, it, if you will, and again, you know, this is one of those situations where they tell the lawyers to always ask the question you already know the answer to, and I don't. But I know you were in the military, I know your background, and I imagine you encountered uh, enlisted soldiers who struggled with student loans who actually needed something like the HEROES Act.
1: Well, especially in, in, in the uh, in the reserves and National Guard. I remember, you know, I've deployed a number of times. Well, a lot of these young college students had to leave in the middle of a semester. And so they lost the credit, they lost the, the tuition that, that they already had spent. And, we, you know, this law was a godsend to help folks focus on staying alive and accomplishing their mission and returning home without worrying about you know the bank coming in and going after their families while they're deployed it's just so it you know and i i did i'm in savannah with a group of veterans today with an insurance company and an automobile uh, uh repair shops are, are giving cars refurbished cars back to veterans in need those are the things that that, that this law was intended to help not not being used the way it's being. it's just incredibly disappointed as as a veteran that this, that this is being used in such a way because we have so many veterans still in in need.
0: Yeah, There really are. Okay, so I, now I'm going to get distracted here because because let's talk a little more about what, what you're doing here in Savannah with, with used cars and stuff. There are, I know, in fact, I, I have encountered recently a, a nonprofit group that's been helping a lot of veterans who have come back to the country. They've been struggling with PTSD and other issues. Uh, and a lot of them having trouble finding work or keeping work right now. And so, so you know, you're with folks trying to get some cars for veterans?
1: Yes, as a, as a group, uh, you know, one of the insurance companies, uh, you know, it, it, you know, is gone is together with automobile repair shops. And so it's an association of folks of, of major repair shops are getting cars that have been totaled out. They're rebuilding and, and repairing them, and then finding veterans in need and giving those cars so that they have now the means to get to work, to take care of their families. Uh, is something incredibly worthy that, that I'm very proud that I was invited to, to witness. One of, one of the organizations here in Savannah, um, my, my Veterans Place, led by a fantastic sergeant major that I've served with in, 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 uh, in Afghanistan and Iraq. And so it's something that is worthy of, of, of the use of the HEROES Act. That is
0: uh, remarkable, and I just, I, I got a, so Rich McCormick, who I, I think you know, he's gonna be the Congressman from the 6th Congressional District. He sent out a statement last night and said, if you want the government to take care of your college bills, you should join the military like he did. Um, and I imagine well, you've got a similar sentiment.
1: We we definitely do. I mean, I, uh, you know, Rich is, is an incredible individual, uh, an accomplished surgeon a pilot and he is you know he is he is definitely taking care of many of our soldiers out there and you know there is a way there's a way through service to get those kind of benefits i mean I, I, a friend of mine texted me and said, i got my college uh you know my college loan uh you know forgiven in afghanistan uh and and you know it was just it, it was just a, a, a really a slap in, in the face of veterans who sacrifice who continue to sacrifice um you know and you know we wonder why we're having we're having a hard time meeting recruiting goals this year it's it's stuff like this that just slaps hard-working uh you know you know veterans and those who want to serve in the face because really you know it just doesn't seem like like uh, washington cares
0: no it really doesn't um well, I look. I, I know you care greatly, and I'm glad you're in Savannah uh, doing that. Uh, what a, what a great idea to help our our soldiers, sailors, and airmen out there. I look, and I'm sorry for the difficulties of get you getting you on, but I figured you'd be a great person to talk to about this, just given your background and experience. And thank you for for struggling with me through the phones to be able to get on and chat for a few minutes.
1: Thank you, Eric. I really appreciate you no, letting me speak on. about no, this subject a, that I'm
0: I passionate about. I would do about. a disservice, though, it, 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 real quick, um, they, and I'll let you go here in just a second. I would do a disservice. Folks, so Commissioner King stepped into the insurance commissioner's office in Georgia because the other insurance commissioner who had gotten elected uh, is now in prison or headed that way, and he had to step in, fill the void in an office that was a bit chaotic. Uh, he is the first statewide uh, native Hispanic official in the state of Georgia. He's on the ballot in November. So let me just for my Georgia audience while I have you, I might as well ask (laughs) you campaign issue here, uh, put you on the spot. Uh, What's it looking like uh, for you out there? And what are you encountering, particularly as we head into hurricane season with all the farmers down south of Georgia worried about insurance and hurricanes?
1: You know, I, I am being received very well. And of course, it does help that I've been a law enforcement officer for 30 years. That I've been, uh, you know, a military member of the Georgia uh, National Guard. That, that I'm welcome in so many communities, and people are excited about having somebody that is serious about running a, such an important office in our state. And uh, and so I'm, you know, working and supporting uh, Governor Kemp, and, and going into areas that 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 I know that I can make a difference in getting new uh, Latino voters excited about participating in uh, in the Republican Party. Because they know they have a voice at the highest levels of our government yeah they certainly do
0: well look i appreciate what you're doing uh it's nice to have someone of your stature cleaning up the problems in that office and making it work for georgians thank you so much for stopping by
1: thank you eric i really appreciate the opportunity to speak
0: absolutely That's Commissioner John King. He's the insurance commissioner in Georgia. More importantly, he's a Brigadier General in the Army National Guard. He went around the country uh, on behalf of President Trump. He was was called up to active duty, even though he was the insurance commissioner in Georgia. Had to go to Navajo reservations, uh, had to go to New Orleans, had to go up to New Jersey, and was helping build uh, emergency spillover facilities for emergency rooms in the country during COVID and then helped get the supply lines sorted out in Georgia so Governor Kemp could reopen the state. it actually is is not a small step to say that or it is a, just a small step, not a big step to say that uh, Commissioner King was one of the people responsible for the state of Georgia being able to open so quickly in 2020 when the governor was ready to open because he essentially was put in charge of manning the supply chains between hospitals for ventilators and supplies because that's what he did for the military. He was called up as a police chief uh, to be the insurance commissioner, and it has been a brilliant pick by Governor Kemp in Georgia. But also, he spent time in the Middle East fighting for this country, dealing with the enlisted in the National Guard, uh, seeing their struggles with student loans. It, it, It should offend your sensibilities, I think that the president of the United States has chosen to use the HEROES Act of 2003 in order to let Harvard lawyers who never served a day in the military pay off their student loans in the name of a COVID emergency in August of 2022. That should offend your sensibilities that you will now pay off the debts of Harvard grads and Harvard law grads Never served in the military, have never served their country, but there's a supposed COVID emergency. It's infuriating. Now, I want you to text the word fight to 52886. If you're in Georgia, you should know I'm getting text messages and emails from listeners saying that uh, John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock have turned their phones off. Too many of you are calling. Keep calling. Text the word FIGHT to 52886. I will send you back a link to my action center. If you put in your name, address, phone number, and email, you'll be able to generate an email to your members of Congress and also call them wherever you are in the nation at this moment, listening to me, you will be able to call your member of Congress and your two senators and tell them this is offensive and you should not be on the hook for the debts of others. Text the word fight to five, two, eight, eight, six. Everybody asked me about bowl and branch sheets. I actually put up a picture the other day. We got some in our house because we order from them. We actually are customers. they're like, oh my gosh, are they really that good? Yes, they get softer every single time you wash them. I mean, they use a hundred percent organic cotton threads. They're super soft. You get such a good sleep. They have just the great weight to them. Like I had a pair of sheets we actually threw away when we replaced them with Bowling Branch Where is they were just like too light and also not very soft. The Bowling Branch, they're perfect. The drape across your body when you sleep, absolutely perfect. Bowling Branch uses the highest quality threads on earth for superior softness, for a better night's sleep. They've got over 10,000 stellar reviews. Their signature sheets come in nine neutral colors in all sizes from Twin to California king you will feel the difference and they're 100 free from toxins no pesticides no formaldehyde no harsh chemicals get 15 off your first set of sheets when you use promo code eric e-r-i-c-k at bolenbranch.com that's Boland Branch b-o-l-l-a-n-d branch.com the promo code is eric e-r-i-c-k that is, that's the list, Army to 33777. You can sign up to be an activist. So like this morning, if you were in the Army of Activists because you texted Army to 33777, you would get an email this morning with the direct link to call your member of Congress uh, and tell them you're mad about what's going on. got a lot of people listening in Washington State and Oregon right now who are texting the word FIGHT five two eight eight six uh they may be listing live or they may be on the army of activists list uh i know i'm sending you a lot of different stuff to text but it, it's how i like to empower you and have you be uh someone one of my great frustrations you know rush and i were were dear friends um I, I i and i don't say that lightly and i know people like to drop his name uh we uh, he got me into radio i would not have done this but for his encouragement uh, he found me my agent. Um, he let me pick his brain on all sorts of stuff. We had a disagreement, though. But he gave me some great advice. Uh, I, I'm i an activist at heart. And he said my job is just to, to entertain, to pe- keep people company. And I totally agree. You know, the number one job in radio is actually to entertain people. It's not to save the world. It's not to pick a political fight. You got to keep people company. You got to keep them entertained. You got to keep them informed. But I always thought, you know what, I would love to to fire up the phones and have if I've, I've got millions of people listening, turn them into activists. And I understood why he didn't. He had 20 million listeners. And he told me if he did that, he would be bombarded by all the people who knew how to get a hold of him saying, my issue, my issue next, my issue next. Uh, t- and I totally get that now. Oh, my gosh, do I get that now? And so I don't solicit, don't allow people to solicit, and the rule of thumb is generally for me that if you uh, call me and say, "Hey, this should be the issue on which you should mobilize your army of activists, that's the issue that's not going to get mobilized as an incentive to not bother me about this one. But this one just infuriates me in so many ways because I just find it to be morally repugnant. It is morally repugnant to me that you take the HEROES Act of 2003 designed to help our veterans and you use that to help the Harvard Law grad who right out of law school is making $100,000 a year and has never served his country. It's morally repugnant. It's morally repugnant for the 50-year-old electrician who makes $75,000 a year to pay for that. And by the way, for those of you who say, well, what about the guy who's only making 35,000? The data is out there from the Wharton School of Business at the University of Pennsylvania. It's not a conservative think tank. That over 60% of the people who are gonna benefit from this make $75,000 or more. And of those, over 50% make over $90,000 or more. So the majority, 60% of the people who will benefit, make over $75,000 a year, that's who will benefit. And by the way, half of the people who will benefit have graduate degrees and you're paying their graduate debt, not their undergraduate debt. And 85% of Americans will not have any benefit from this. That to me is morally repugnant. Only 15% of Americans will, overwhelmingly white, overwhelmingly Democrat. And that's exactly why this is happening. As black and Hispanic voters move to the GOP, Biden's got to get as many white college educated voters to come vote for him. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson here across the nation. Unfortunately, the gremlins are are involved. So I can't take your calls right now, but we will work on that. Um, so I, I just, I got to say something real quick uh, to Chris, who is manning the board at WSB. Yes, Chris, I'm talking to you in there. I was going to just call you and thank you. Uh, we So my board op got COVID. And so we had to, we actually, he was exposed earlier this week and, and was going to come to work. And we're like, you need to go home. You, you've you been exposed uh, pretty significantly. We don't want you to be contagious, even though you feel fine. And then he, of course, wound up getting in. We had to scramble things around. And poor Chris, who hasn't been with us very long at WSB, um, has had to, to scramble and learn boards and get up to speed and step it and pinch it. And Andrew had to come over to run the board for the network show. And I realized this is way behind the curtain beyond what any of you listeners want to know. But I got to just use my time here to thank him for for getting up to speed so quick and being so highly competent enough to be able to figure it out so quickly and be able to do it. And, and just, I don't know him well, but sure as heck appreciate him doing it. So wanted to say thank you. I tried to call and not do this online, but... The phone screwed up, so I wanted to take my time and do that. Now, I got I to gotta move on to other stuff, but I got to play you. This is the most profound thing to me, and this should probably be the warning sign of the problem. I did not intend to spend this much time on this issue. But it is remarkable to me, remarkable to me that even at MSNBC on the news shows, not the, the propaganda shows like that Joy Reid idiot, but on the news shows, they're overwhelmingly critical of this is bad for the economy. And, and this is one of the things they played this morning on Morning Joe on MSNBC. Listen to this.
2: Well, there are economic, economic, there are moral, even legal arguments against forgiving student debt in this way. Last year, even Speaker Nancy Pelosi said the president of the United States does not have the authority to cancel debt.
3: People think that the president of the United States has the power for debt forgiveness. He does not. He can postpone. He can delay. But he does not have that power. That would has to be an act of Congress.
2: That was in July of last year. A former top lawyer at the Department of Education under Barack Obama telling the Wall Street Journal, it is, quote, doubtful the courts will let this stand. On the economic front, former Treasury Secretary Larry Summers, among many, arguing canceling student debt will increase inflation by encouraging colleges to raise tuition. And a former economic advisor for President Obama tweeted this, quote, pouring roughly half trillion dollars of gasoline on the inflationary fire, that is already burning is reckless. The Wall Street Journal editorial board calls it a moral hazard, writing in part, those who will pay for this write off are the tens of millions of Americans who didn't go to college or repaid their debt or skimped and saved to pay for college or chose lower cost schools to avoid a debt trap. This is a college graduate bailout paid for by plumbers and FedEx drivers of the latest census fewer than half of american adults hold a college degree and the recent nbc news poll found debt cancellation not particularly popular anyway 46 percent of registered voters say they are more likely to vote for a candidate who supports canceling student debt 33 percent said it is less likely
0: oh yeah not super popular that's msnbc That's MSNBC. This is, again, I played you one clip by Steve Ratner. Here's one more clip from Steve Ratner on MSNBC.
3: Well, first of all, Willie, it'd be difficult to overstate the vastness of this program. This is a huge, huge uh, amount of money that is going to change hands in basically one fell swoop of the president's pen. There aren't yet estimates, real good estimates of what the cost will be, but let's call it something in the $500 billion range. Uh, That is pure increase in the deficit and costs of the federal government. And that's roughly twice the size of the amount of deficit reduction that was in the Manchin-Schumer bill that was just passed. In terms of uh, the size of the spending in the Manchin-Schumer bill, this is larger. Uh, It's the largest, I believe, amount of money ever dispersed by an executive order. And so we just have to really kind of gasp a little bit at the scale of all this. In terms of the economy, yes, it is. It is going to uh, nudge us to the inflationary side. Uh, you saw the Larry Summers and the Jason Furman quotes that you just put up. I would say that that is not. That would not, to me, be a deal breaker. It's not ideal. We don't want to be increasing inflation or inflationary pressures at this point in time. We don't want to be increasing the size of the deficit and the size of our debt at this particular point in time. The whole point, or one of the points of Mansion Schumer, was to reduce the amount of debt through uh, deficit reduction not to increase it and this goes in the wrong direction uh, on that but I think by far the biggest issue is the issue of fairness that you alluded to in various of the, other conver- uh, the other conversations uh, half of Americans who don't go to college don't benefit from this people who like your family that worked hard took an extra job to put their kid through college so he didn't have to graduate with debt don't get anything from this uh, there, are, there are substantial questions of fairness here in terms of uh, who's going to benefit and who's going to be left uh, without really getting any benefit from this.
0: That guy worked for Barack Obama. He's a Democrat, Steve Ratner. He was Obama's auto czar who helped bail out the auto industry after the 2008 2008- financial meltdown and all of that. Now, this is Megan McArdle. She's from the Washington Post. And again, I cannot emphasize this enough. This is what viewers of MSNBC woke up to, not CNN, not Fox News, MSNBC.
4: Uh, Look, I agree with Mr. Ratner. There are a lot of reasons that this is problematic. It causes fairness problems for people who worked hard to pay off their debt or to put their kids through school without debt. Um, but it also is going to create pressure for future such bailouts. You know, you look at the, the graduate, the people who are enrolling in college next year, right? They are getting the, the, the reduction to a 5% uh, rate on their income-based repayment, but they're not getting the $10,000. And they are going to look at that and say, look, tuition is still going up. Why? This is, this is unfair. And they are going to say to the administration, what about me? You're, you're kind of creating this pressure to keep doing this over and over again and it's not fixing it's not only not fixing the problem of rising college costs it's actually making that problem worse so there is considerable evidence that in fact subsidizing student loan debt you know it, it seems like a great idea it allows people you say look you're going to be making a lot more money in the future let's let you bring a little bit of that income forward and use it to pay your tuition in the same way that we do this with mortgages and car loans and business loans but the problem is that colleges can respond to that by saying oh you can pay more let me raise tuition and that has been you know. one of the things driving um the the last you know 40 years of of tuition increases is this ability to pay more and so by making it even easier to borrow money the thing i said in the column is this is kind of like trying to quit smoking by switching to unfiltered cigarettes
0: yeah yeah it's not it's just it doesn't go over well and if you really want to drive home Peter Ducey from Fox News interviewed Education Secretary Cardona yesterday and confirmed what I've been telling you that some
1: of you weren't sure of. And to those who are saying it's not fair look the the aim of this is really to address the effects of the pandemic it's my responsibility to make sure that people are not coming out of the pandemic worse off than they were at the beginning
4: but to the to the fairness question
0: the people that are sitting at home right having just paid off their student loans or having paid them off right. years ago What's in it for them?
1: Right. Well, look, when we address some of the issues that could lead to default uh, payments or default borrowers in the future, that affects everyone, we should be proud that we're able to help Americans that need help right now, just like we help businesses, small businesses during the pandemic. You know, it's about making sure we're taking care of Americans and investing in our economy and in our people.
0: But just the final one on this, the people that already paid their student loans, they don't get anything out of this deal.
1: Right.
0: That's right, okay. Yeah, if you did the right thing, if you were responsible, you don't. By the way, uh, you should know if you went through one of the – when interest rates went down and you refied to a private lender out of the government program because you get a better rate from the private lender program, you're not eligible for this. You're not eligible for this, and, and uh, I know people who did that. So good luck. Um, I say you call your members of Congress and tell them how you feel about this. Text the word FIGHT to 52886 and you will get a link back from me uh, directly into my activism portal. And if you fill out your name, email address, uh, email and your home address, I will connect you by phone to your members of Congress and you can tell them exactly what you think. It's a very easy process. You actually put the information in on the form. You hear my dulcet voice call you on the phone when you put in your phone number, you push the button and say, yes, I'll take a phone call from Eric Erickson. And you'll hear me. Now it's pre-recorded because I'm actually on radio right now, just in case you were confused. But I'll tell you, here are the things you need to keep in mind. Be polite, be respectful, but be firm. Highlight that either you've paid off your loans or you never got a student loan. You shouldn't have to pay back the loans of other people, particularly if they make more than you. And you're very upset about this and you want your congressman to stop it because they can draft legislation today to stop this from happening. They can also file a lawsuit as members of Congress saying that the president is violating the separation of powers. They could do that too. But you can call them by texting the word fight to 52886. I got people from all over the country doing this right now. You can do it too. Be involved and be empowered. That's what I want you to do. Now, we have other things that we got to move on to, including Iran and Russia, the foreign policy hour. But one last soundbite on this. This was the president of the United States yesterday announcing this issue.
1: Many of you had to leave school because of financial strain was Much too high. About a third of the borrowers have debt but no degree. And worst of both worlds, debt and no degree. The burden is especially heavy on black and Hispanic borrowers who on average have less family wealth to pay for it. There's no, they don't own their homes to borrow against to be able to pay for college. Okay, question.
0: Did any of you take out a mortgage on your home to pay for college? Did anybody do that? If so, Dave Ramsey's rolling over in his grave and he's not even dead. But seriously, did any of you take out a mortgage? Did you? You know, I got a great scholarship when I was in college. My parents actually covered some of the costs of my college. And most of it, though, uh, was through scholarship and a little bit of student loan uh, towards the end. I had great grades, I got to law school, but 100% of my law school, uh, I took out student loans for. My parents didn't pay a penny of of, uh, law school. They did help me with a car, stuff like that, uh, but they didn't pay for the law school bill. They paid part of my college. They didn't take out a mortgage on their home to do it. I don't know anyone who did. And if you've done so, you should not have done that. Um, It's not a wise thing to do. And for Joe Biden to say black and Hispanic people didn't do that, good, good. I don't know any white person who did either. It's just bizarre to me that this is something he would say. I'm befuddled by this whole thing. I'm genuinely befuddled by this comparison from the president of the United States. Does he think people actually take out mortgages on their homes to go to college? Typically, they don't have homes when they're on their way to college and the parents of kids going to college don't take out loans on their homes to pay for their kids to go to college it's not a responsible thing to do it this is just weird stuff y'all it's just weird stuff that he's saying it's weird policy and i just i've got friends of mine on the right you should know friends of mine on the right who disagree with me but i think there will be a backlash to this the Democrats actually did get some real momentum out of abortion in certain parts of the country. But I think this kind of offsets that. I think there will be real rage if the Republicans focus on this and not on the stupid Mar-a-Lago raid. Now, before I go further, I must tell you about the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. Now, I had somebody email me. I think I well, my team said they got an email from somebody about the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. Uh, When you go to EdenPureDeals.com, listen, you can go to EdenPure.com, but don't do that if you want the deal. If you want the deal, you go to EdenPureDeals.com. On the very front page of that website, you are asked to put in a discount code, and you can put in ERIC3, EdenPureDeals.com. When the site comes up, there's a box, and it says uh, put in your radio show host code, and you put in ERIC3, E-R-I-C-K-3. And you will get three Eden Pure Thunderstorms for less than $200. Uh, so Eric, three. Now, somebody, apparently, I'm being told, actually ordered four of them. It's three of them you get for less than $200. And you get free shipping. You're saving $200. You get three of them. One for your upstairs, one for your downstairs, one for your suitcase, like I do if I'm traveling because it wipes out. odors. It doesn't just it doesn't mask an odor. It wipes out the odors. You can get three Eden Pure Leaf 2 Thunderstorm 3-pack. Um, you can get three of them for less than $200. You go to EdenPureDeals.com. You put in the discount code ERIC3, E-R-I-C-K-3. They really do work at wiping out odors. I use them. You can too. EdenPureDeals.com. ERIC3 is your discount code well-connected, and well-respected. It's Eric Erickson,
2: live every weekday.
0: Yep, uh, you should text SHOW to 33777 so that you can sign up. The bottom link will be to the show notes email, and you can sign up for it. Uh, and so all the content that I am getting you about the student loan information and all that, you'll be able to get. Now, I got to tell you something, though. Philip may send you a show notes email tomorrow. Okay, now i got to trust you guys on this one. i got to trust you on this one. I'm not going to be here tomorrow. So my oldest child, my daughter, has gotten it in her head she wants to be a rocket engineer. She wants to be a rocket engineer. Of all things, she's a brilliant artist. You know, when she was in ninth grade, she's such a good artist, they put her in twelfth grade art. She's won statewide awards against public and private schools in the state of Georgia. She can design stuff on her iPad. That I mean, honest to goodness, I'm her father, and I love her, and I thought, did you cheat? It was that good. In fact, this past year, uh, the judges of the statewide art competition – um they had to actually see her do a piece of artwork that she did on her iPad because they were convinced she had taken a picture and used like an artist filter on it. And that's what it was as opposed to free drawing on an iPad. And she actually free drew it on an iPad. It was a picture of her friend. Um, and and she had to swear and then she had to show them her work, like literally show them the files so that they would be convinced she didn't do a picture. She's brilliant, but she got it in her head. She's going to go to Georgia Tech and she's going to be a rocket engineer. She wants to make the rockets we launch at China. That's that's what she tells people. Her grandmother wanted to know what are you going to do with your art degree? She said she'll paint artistic finger middle fingers on the rockets. That's that's my kid. So her birthday's this weekend. I don't know how I got a kid as old as she is. I'm I mean I'm in my mid 40s and suddenly I got a kid who's only a couple years from college. But I'm not going to be here tomorrow. I got a private tour of NASA at Cape Canaveral, and she doesn't know. So I'm taking her to NASA to tour the rockets. You know, they've got the big new um, moon rocket that's out on the pad right now. We're going to go to NASA, and we're going to have a private tour of the facility. Uh, Those of you WDBO, if you see me around tomorrow, Saturday, roaming, there's a Crayola store apparently in in Orlando I've been ordered we have to go to, so you may see me, but uh, family trip to NASA, it will surprise her for her birthday, Um, and I'm excited about it, other than I got to do a lot of driving. I really thought, you know, could I sweet talk the priority jet people into flying me down there? No, found out how co- how much that costs, and I was like, yeah, maybe next year I'll be in a good financial position to to do that. Because you know, when you go to when you go to the the airport, and you wait an hour and a half or so, and and then you take the plane ride to Orlando, and it's like an hour, hour and a half, depending on delays and stuff. Then you get out, and you got to get your rental car and stuff. It's easier just to drive. I mean, it, it, Orlando is maybe five hours from my house, and then Cape Canaveral is an hour beyond that. So we're just gonna drive. Really thought could I sweet talk the priority jet people though into picking me up and making and flying me down there? But nope, nope, nope. Can't afford that. Um, nonetheless, so I'm not going to be here tomorrow. Uh, and I'm sorry, we're having some phone glitches, so I can't take your calls. But when we come back, will you please, please, please stick around? I got to move on to other stuff. We got to talk about this Iran situation. You need to know what's going on with Iran.